guys, let's hang out for the next little bit. We're gonna chat goals. We're gonna chat about all the things. This is gonna be super casual. This channel slash podcast is a lot more cash, as you can see by my appearance. Got some water, no margarita today. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna simmer it down a little bit. We got goals to hit, but I am gonna talk to you guys about all the things. A lot of you have been asking me to do another Angie Belmar vlog slash podcast and talk about motivation, which is really, it's what I do. Like this is, this is honestly what I do in a day. I train my coaches. I obviously I motivate them, but they're already motivated enough. Like they're, they're go-getters. They want to build a business. I'm there to mentor them and help them. But every day, literally every day I go in and I chat with them one-on-one -on -one. we do this thing called the daily grind where whether it be five minutes, 15 or longer, and we mash it out and we cover all of the topics from lack of motivation to procrastination, to feeling defeated, to continuing on and pushing towards your goals, how to stick to a deadline, how to do all the things. And I just feel like this is so something that I think would be helpful right now to everyone. So I just want to be super transparent, share all of the things with you guys. And if this can help you if these tips can help you then that makes me happy so i just think with the world right now it's it's kind of easy to fall into a little bit of a slump it can get discouraging and if anything a little bit crippling which is something that i've noticed with my own coaches like i would say four weeks ago a lot of them were crip i don't know what else to call it but they were just crippled by the effects of the world and it wasn't that they were too busy anymore. It was that they just didn't know what to do. And so we really came to this game plan of you now have this time on your hands to accomplish all of your goals, all of the things that you've been wanting to do in your life, whether that be a side hustle or earn a little extra income or just have more freedom and do the things that you've always wanted to do. We've got that time now. So we, we can do that. It's never that you lacked the skill, it's never that you lacked the time. It's maybe that you lacked a little bit of discipline and that's my tough love. And if you are new to this channel or this podcast, tough love is my middle name. It's usually stuff that you need to hear, but it comes from a place of love. So I literally have my notes in front of me alongside my little, my little Mickey Mouse AirPod holder. It's the cutest thing. I shared it on my stories the other day, along with all of the goodies that I got to make sure that said AirPods, the AirPods, the AirPod Pros stay in my freaking ears because I struggled with that, but I figured it out. I'm pumped. I tested it yesterday and it went just amazingly. I feel like I should highlight it though. Cause it might be, you know what? Let's do it together. It's probably gone right now off of my stories. Cause it happened yesterday morning. So this is why we highlight things. So I'm going to go through my stories and in on the highlights, if you ever see shop. That's where I put any goodies that I'm getting that I'm just obsessed with. That's where I highlight them. So I'm literally, I'm doing this on camera. You guys are, oh, that's not depressing. On this day, one year ago, I had just arrived in Greece. Okay. Can I ask you guys a real question while I'm doing this? I have never done this before. I have all of the footage, probably three videos worth of footage from that Greece trip. So it will be, it will be a year late of me posting that. I never posted it. I just... I don't know. It just, it didn't happen. All right. One is highlighted. The other option is highlighted. The th second option is highlighted. 
So I found like a bunch of different ways to make sure that these freaking AirPods stay in yours. But seriously, if you guys want to see this grease video or grease videos, because it would be getting our butts to grease, like the full travel of it, it would be Mykonos and then there would be one for Santorini. That's how much content there is. So listen, if it's, if you guys are like, no, Angie, that happened a year ago. You have different colored hair. No, but if it's something you guys really want to see, let's do it. Seriously, I'll, I'll edit it. I'll, I'll do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Can we talk about goals? So you know what? That tied in perfectly because that was something that was on my vision board was to go to Santorini. And if you guys were following me this time last year, if you weren't, I will give you a little synopsis of what happened. But I had set this ridiculous goal that I wanted to stay in one of those cave hotels in Santorini or Mykonos. I know they're all over Greece, but I wanted to stay in one of those cave hotels where like you have the pool and it like you can dive from like your bedroom out through a cave and overlook the cliff. Like it looked like something from a dream. And I had set that goal. It's on my vision board. And I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. I had no idea. And so because our team was a top 10 team, our coaches crushed it. Um, This past year, we ended up going to Greece and it was the most amazing trip. But when we got to that hotel, it literally flooded over me. Like I, I, it all just became real. Like the lady checked us into the room and it was like, it was a ridiculous room. There was two bedrooms, like in a cave with a hot tub in the cave, just go see, go go see my stories. It has to still be on my stories. I think there's like a highlight of Greece. So blew my mind. And it just, it came up like a wave came over me and I started like bawling and I I don't cry that often you guys, but it it was because I had set something in stone. And that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about deadlines. I'm going to talk to you guys about goals, but I will tell you, and I'll probably say it more than once doing the stuff that you thought that you could not achieve. Like the, the, I, I so badly want to swear right now, but I'm not going to. Listen, if you're on my team, you'll hear the swearing YouTube and stuff. I keep it clean. But if you can do the crap that you never thought that you could do, that's where confidence is going to come from. That's how you go from someone that you never thought that you could speak on video to speaking in front of 35,000 people. I've been there. And that's I if you would have seen the first time that I ever spoke in front of an audience, like I thought I was going to die. I literally, it is, it's most people's biggest fear. It, did you know, fun fact that people have a bigger fear of public speaking than they do of death. So people would rather die than, than public speaking. That was me. I was literally the shyest person. Now I hate telling people to do this because I'm making a fool out of myself, but if it can make you feel better, even, you know what, if it can make you laugh, if you're having a crappy day, go do it. But if you go back to my first YouTube videos. Why am I saying to do this? But my first ever YouTube videos, I'm a completely different person. Like I'm so shy and anybody in our immediate family circle or friend circle that knew me seven plus years ago, they're like, Angie, you're completely different. And it's true. I am. I'm completely different. But I would say in the best possible way, like I've grown so much as a person. I was a very shy weak in many ways, weak little mousy, my little mousy girl with chicken legs and a flapjack booty. And I've grown into someone that, and the word strong for me is really important because I'm strong in so many different ways, but it came from the fact that I set goals of things that were so astronomically crazy and outlandish and just stuff that I never thought possible for my life. But I took it seriously enough with the deadlines in between. I'm going to break down how I did this, but when you do that and you start to check things off your dream board, and that's a fun game, by the way. So every single year that I do my dream board, I do my dream board every September 
on my birthday. Not on my birthday, but around my birthday. Like, listen, it's not like I'm sipping champagne working on my dream board. That'd be fun though, but I don't do it on my birthday. I will go back through last year's and I literally, or the year before the, I have all of them. And using PicMonkey, which is like an online graphic, that's how I make my dream board. I feel like I should walk you guys through how I make a dream board this year, but I'll usually take just the check mark icon and I will check off every, and I'll just superimpose the check mark on every little thing that we made happen. Even something as silly as my first dream board or one of the first ones that I had, had a picture of like three different styles of dogs because I really wanted a dog. The three combined together looks like Carl. It's so funny. So, you know, down to like our house that we're living in now to our very first dream board, or I say ours because it's mine and my husband's goals, but my dream board had a picture of Golden Oak, the logo. Like there was nothing else. There was no houses yet. It was just a concept that Disney had come out with that they were doing a neighborhood. And I thought I want in. I don't know how I'm going to make this happen, but I want in. So that was... That was a huge, huge thing that we did was to put that on paper and then to see it come to fruition was wild and to be able to check it off year after year. So deadlines, goals, procrastination, how do you get past it? So I literally have my my notes from yesterday's and the day before's daily grind with my team. So I'm going to take you guys through exactly what I what I shared with them and probably a little bit more in detail because the daily grinds, like I said, are usually like five minutes, but we're going to go for a while. I like this channel because we just... Like my goal is that you grab a margarita, some chips or whatever you want and hang out and take notes and just feel better when you leave this podcast or this video that you're just like lit up. And by the way, it's reciprocal because me leaving this, I feel amazing after this. Like if I'm having a crummy just like uh, day, which by the way is normal, if that's happening to you, it's a normal thing. I always feel better because I feel like we just were able to mash it out and chat about goals. And I know that on the other end of this, that you're over there being like, okay, let's do the damn thing. So first you need to understand that every time I feel like this is going to be in six parts, we're going to go over time. We're going to go over scheduling. We're going to go over goals and all that, but this will be a six part thing. The first one. And I don't even want to say the title of it yet because you're going to be like, this is, this is hooey. <laughs> it's not. And I will explain to you why I am a big believer in the law of attraction and not at all in the way that you sitting on the couch being like, I want a Ferrari. I want a Ferrari. I want a Ferrari. And then there's somehow a Ferrari in driveway. That is BS cannolis. And that is not a thing. And that I do not believe in that. But what I do believe in is having a vision board and having a goal and having a, a North star destination that you, it's just clarity. That's what it is. But at the same time, with the law of attraction, the reason why I so believe in it is because whatever you put out, you will get back, right? Physics. It just, to me, it just makes logical sense. Um, whatever energy you put out, op opposite and equal reaction that you get back. And that goes for your goals and your dreams. So I love you, but when you start to no longer believe that it's possible for you or that you start to doubt yourself, you are no longer putting out the same amount of energy that you were, so don't expect to get it back. And what I mean by that is you could literally have your goal like right in front of you. And the, the example that I always think of is that picture of the guy. I'm pretty sure one of my coaches tagged me in it on Instagram today, so I actually have it. Thank you, Brenna. Uh, I'm going to pull up where I get. Okay, there it is. So she, if you're listening to the video of this, you'll be able to see it. If not, you'll have to go check my stories. But oh, that's from our call. 
So it's basically a guy that is like chipping away at rock to get to the diamond behind it. And he's so close and he just turns around because he's defeated. And he was like the, like just a sliver from hitting it. That's how I feel about the law of attraction and your goals. When you're, you are closer than you probably think and you turning around going in the opposite direction will not bring it closer. And we'll talk about being comfortable and, you know, letting, letting go of your goals in a second. But I so believe in this, that you basically have like this ball of energy in front of you of this thing that you're going towards. And the more that you believe and you believe and you believe the more that you will attract it towards you. It's just like when you get a new car, like I remember my first car, listen, okay. My first that I was about to lie to you guys, my, cause I'm embarrassed. My first, first car, first, first was a Buick LeSabre. And it was in sexy, sexy, dark green. But you know what? It was a car. And I freaking loved that thing. But it was a boat, okay? And it was not cute and adorable and sexy and whatever. So I say my first car was the car that my parents got for my brother and I, and we had to share it. You know what? My brother doesn't even know pain. He doesn't know. He has no idea because he didn't ever have to drive a Buick LeSabre in forest green and pick up their boyfriend who drove a red sports car. That's fine. That's fine. It's part of my life and I'll deal with it. But my first car was a Nissan Versa. And that's, we're just going to go with a Nissan Versa. That was my first car because that was the car that my brother and I shared. And it was like an actual purchased car that was like, it functioned. It had a motor. No joke. We had to replace the motor in my Buick LeSabre like three times. It was terrible. And it would like quit on me mid intersection. It, this is, these are real life stories of Angie. It's true. So when we got this new little cute blue Nissan Versa. I was so excited about it. And I, was, I had never seen anybody with one before. And then as I started driving it through town, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's one and there's one and there's one. That is how you would explain the law of attraction. You start seeing it everywhere. And that's what happens when you put things on your vision board and you believe and you believe and you believe, but you're also actively working towards it. You see not only the, the item or the object, but you see little hints and things that will get you closer and closer. Example, there is no way that if this was, if this big grand goal of, and I'm just using an extreme example, but it's the biggest goal that I've ever had in my life was to, other than marrying my husband, cause I stalked him for like six solid months until he figured out who I was neither here nor there, but that happened. So, but our, our house with Disney world, we had this goal for so long and because we were actively constantly working through it. And I, I've shared this before, but Andre, his to-do list in the morning is literally a piece of paper and it will be all of his to-dos. And at the bottom, it'll say his big goal for the year. And at the bottom, every single day for over a year, it would always say, we got lot XYZ in Golden Oak this, this year. And that day that we put the offer on it, I went into his, I went into his office and I scratched out this year and I wrote today. No, I wrote this week and it happened that day because I was just, there were people that were looking at our lot and there were people that wanted that house. And I was just so nervous about it. And I just thought like enough is enough. Let's do this. And we did and wild, but that would have never come to fruition if there weren't all the little clues along the way. So again, law of attraction, you know, we got an email, a random email from a subscriber two years ago, two years ago, it was in May. And she said, Hey, you know, I know you've talked about a house in Golden Oak before, and we can give you a tour if you want. 
a, I work with a real estate firm and like they work with Golden Oak. So if you'd like to see, and I said, dude, like, thank you. So I didn't say, dude, I was more professional than that, but I just said, thank you so much. But I don't want to do that to you guys. Like we're going to be tire kickers. Like there's no way we're going to buy a house this year or next. So I'd feel really bad. And she said, no, it's fine. Honestly, just come see the houses. And I said to Andre, I said, if we go, it's real. It becomes real. And your five to 10 year goal just became a two to five year goal, if that. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I said. And here we are two years later and the house has a roof right now. Oh my gosh. Can I show you guys some stuff? And you're going to be jealous now if you're on the podcast. I'm literally, I feel like I do, you guys, it's just part of my DNA. I am a very visual person, but listen, I get it that you guys are on the road and you're, you need the audio. I need to show you this video. Okay. Our builder. Hey, Angie, you know, one second. I want you to hear like what he says. Okay, apparently Angie's never used a, a phone before, so that's fine. Uh, Just give me video. Right. Hey, Andre and Angie, hope you guys are doing well. So do he's doing like a little video tour for you guys so you can see some of the So we have a roof. I'll show you the back. One second. Floor down. Uh, this is looking back towards your kitchen now. I don't know if it's in focus. There we go. We will do another update. I feel like we need to do an update video almost every week now. So if you're on the podcast, I'm sorry. I'll sh you know what I'll do? I'll share it on my story so that you can go see it on there. But law of attraction, all of that, all of those moments led up to us having that house because we were so laser focused on it, but it was always backed with work. So with that said, next step, step number two, the, where your time goes. So you have, you obviously have your long-term goals. Like you have your goals that you want for the next two to three years, the big things you have goals that you want to hit this year. You have goals that you want to hit in the next six months. And by the way, if you're sitting there being like, I don't, you need them like that. Do you know how empowering it is to sit down and be like, what do I want in my life? And sometimes it's hard, by the way, like when I started doing this, I'm like, I don't know what I want. I literally didn't know. I was like, what do I want in the next two to three years? I don't know. I had no idea whenever I first did this, like whenever I first created dream board, I was like, I don't know. And then when you start thinking about it, then another thing comes to mind. Another. And the cool thing is, is that you can dream above and beyond whatever you thought was possible. Like whatever you want, the sky is the limit. So two to three years and then bring it into a year. Like, what do you want this year? What do you want in the next six months? What do you want to happen? What, what do you want your life to look like in the next three months? What do you want to look like this month? And this is kind of where you have your long-term goals. You have your obviously shorter term goals one thing that I believe in is bubble goals. So I call them bubble goals because I just, I literally don't know what else to call them. Cause in my mind, it's like little bubbles where you are realistically going towards that deadline. So when you want to talk like time management and where does your time go, it should go into your bubble goal. So let's say you have a goal this month of crushing it in your side hustle and you want to help, I don't know, five people get started with you as a customer. I'm just using an example. Your bubble goal should be that every single week that's broken in into four little bubbles. Cause every week there's, 
you know, there's four little four little weeks in the month and you'll have four little bubbles of this is how many people I would need to sign up in one week so that that amounts to five people signed up with me for the month. So your little bubble goals, does that make sense? Like to me, that's just how you get to the end of the month, the end of three months, the end of six months or the end of the year. And you're like, yeah, of course I hit that goal because I was little popping the little bubbles all the way around. Like that's why I call them bubble goals. Like as you go, so this week, let's say you need to sign up 1.5 people to your business so that it moves forward. You're like pop and then you keep going. That's how you get to the end of the year and you rock your goals and you're like, yeah, high five. I know I did it. That doesn't by any means take away from the celebration of it that you've done it, but it no longer comes as a shock when it doesn't. And you're like, well, maybe next year I'll have a better year. It's not about that. It's like, no, I knew I was going to crush it because I've been crushing it. I've been hitting my little milestones, my little bubbles the whole way. To me, that's the best time management tip I could ever give you. And that's how you build your to-do list every day. When people say like, well, how do you know what to prioritize on your to-do list? Well, what's your long-term goal? What's your bubble goal? And then from your bubble goal, what do you need to hit today in metrics to move the needle to pop that bubble goal? I'm talking about needles and bubbles and all this stuff, but I feel like it's working. It just makes me think of like, I'm going to depress myself, makes me think of like the Little Mermaid ride with all the bubbles coming out. I was like, boop, boop, boop. Okay. What does it mean to you if that goal does not happen. So what does it, what does your life look like? And I know that this is like a sad sorrow type of thing, but it's a real conversation that you have to have with yourself. What does your life look like in, you know, the next three months, if the goal that you want to achieve this month in your life, maybe it's like fitness related, maybe it's relationship related, maybe it's, you know, you want to accomplish a certain skill set. What does your life look like three months down the road if it doesn't happen this month? What does your life look like a year down the road if that doesn't happen? The compound effect of that. And for me, when I'm pushing for a big goal or any goal for that matter, and I start to think about, okay, these are the standards that I have to meet for said goal to be accomplished. I think that with successful people, you just have that standard that you know that you want to hit. And you don't allow yourself to dip below it. And if you do, you greatly feel the ramifications of it. And you're very freaking realistic on what the road looks like trickling forward on if you mess this up for yourself. And it's really just having your own back. It's not being self-critical. It's not being, you know, horrible on yourself. It's not about that. It's being very good at self-assessing your stuff. I am trying so hard not to swear. But one thing that I've come to learn is that you being comfortable and by comfortable, I mean like, and I I may offend some people right now, but long-term, I think this will help you. Okay. Buckle up. Comfort for me equals we are going to sit on the couch in our Snuggie, watch Netflix, eat all of the things, not move forward in any of our goals. You know, if you have health goals, if you have personal growth goals, if you have business goals, if whatever your goals are, if you have goals to go on a like date night with your husband once a week, whatever, whatever that looks like, if you have those goals and you are more comfortable, and I don't mean like one night, you know, sitting with your Snuggie and watching, because that actually sounds really nice, but that is your life, that you are going to do that. And the weight starts to pile on and the debt starts to pile in and you're starting to get letters of people that are looking for you because you haven't paid your bills and your electricity starts to get shut off and you're fighting with your spouse all the time and your kids are driving you crazy and you just don't feel sane that 
to me is what comfort equals. So whenever I see comfort of people saying, well, I'm just going to take a step back. I literally hear like, because it's like, uh, that doesn't look so appealing three months from now. And I, I will tell you why comfort and you know, feeling, feeling good in the moment and whatever you're like, well, I just, I don't want to do anything and I want to be lazy forever. And like, I just, I want to take a step back from all, I basically want to take a step back from all of the stuff that I am working so hard for all of the the momentum that I've made to this point to, you know, get up early in the morning and get my workout in or get up early and work on my goals and do all the things that I want to do. And you're okay. And it just feels so good for a day to be like, you know what? I don't want to do anything. And I just want to sleep and stay in bed. And that turns into two days. And then you're like, well, you know what? I'm just going to take a step back because I have a lot of life going on right now. That's being comfortable because I'm telling you, dude, no one ever grew from being comfortable. It was always you're always expanding. You're always growing. It's not going to be comfortable, but every time that you stretch, you will grow. Growth equals happiness. Comfort will never equal happiness. Long-term confidence will always come from that sense of growth that you have when you've, you know, accomplished that thing that you never freaking thought was possible. And that's, that's what becomes almost the, I almost want to say like the drug of, of hyper successful people. Like they love that, you know, let's high five that goal that I never thought that I would do that. And here we freaking are like, that's what becomes the, the most amazing part. And that's the part that you almost want to pay forward, which is why I do things like I do today, where it's like, if someone else can feel that feeling, I am a happy girl. So, all right. I want to share with you guys. So that was yesterday's daily grind in a nutshell, except they got a five minute version and you just got a 25 minute version. (laughs) All right. So I'll give you guys the three steps. I, by the way, in case you haven't noticed, I like the number three. That's why there's six points in this. Every daily grind is usually three things. So what I talked to them about today on, on team uproar was their deadlines. So we talked about having a firm deadline for something, you know, sticking to that goal and not wavering. And so whenever I had first started my business, I had a goal to do something. And honestly, the deadline was a Wednesday, which is, this is a Wednesday that I'm recording this. And I didn't know if I'd be able to do it. I was like, oh, I'm not close. And I, I don't know why, but for every reason, I can't, like something came over me. I was like, you know what? I said I was going to do this, so I'm doing it. And that that muscle that I worked that day was something that I continued to work moving forward. And it literally changed the way that I saw my own business, my health, everything. It was, you know, I take my word more seriously than anybody else's. And what I mean by that is, you know, coming from someone that I had professors in university that had certain deadlines for me or a boss that had a deadline for me. Often we will take a deadline that a boss or a professor gives us more seriously than our own. So what I mean by this imperfect example, I studied architecture in university. If they said, Angie, you're going to pull an all nighter tonight and I need this, I don't know, structure built of something. I want it tomorrow morning and I would be like, cool, no problem. I will see you tomorrow morning at eight and I will not be sleeping tonight. That was just, that was okay. And same thing with the boss. Hey, I need that, you know, I need a presentation done by tomorrow. 
okay, I guess I will stay up all night and do that. We ju- I just took my deadlines more seriously. So when I started my business and I had that deadline on that Wednesday, but I'm the boss, right? And I thought, huh, I could go to bed right now. Or I could take myself more seriously and my goals more seriously than I've ever taken a stranger, frankly, a boss. And I, this is something I always tell my team. You can either work for someone else's goals. You can, because a professor, they're trying to meet their quotas, right, for their classroom and make sure that everybody has their projects in on time. It, you're working towards their goals and their, their deadlines. You're not working towards yours. And you're working for a diploma that, like me, I love you, but you may never even use it, which I'm glad I went to school, but did I need to? No, like, honestly, I just, I look back at that and I am very glad that I did it. It taught me a lot of life skills, but I just think that the the people that um, had an opinion of me not continuing with my master's. So I basically graduated with my bachelor's and I didn't continue on with my master's and I started my business instead. I think that looking back now, hindsight, um, very grateful that I took the steps that I did and I don't know why I did because I disappointed some people for sure, but it was 100% the right choice. So that day, seven years ago in my business, whenever I first started, and I made that decision on that Wednesday to take myself more seriously and work towards my goals, my dream house, not my boss's dream house, and not my boss's dream boat or whatever vacation they want to take their kids on. It was, this is the vacation that I want to take me and my husband on. And this is what I'm working towards. And I'm going to take my goals and my deadlines just as seriously, if not more serious, because it's for my life. And I did it. I hit that goal that night because I just went at it with so much conviction. So it's not about knowing how to hit every goal. It's about having a methodical, literally a to-do list of your goals where it's so it's not fancy. It's just, this is what I want to hit in my business. And it feels so freaking good to get it done where you're like, yes, done onto the next. So hitting that deadline that day completely changed the way that I saw my business. It completely changed the way that I approached everything, the way that I, that I took my own goal setting, the way that I went about creating my own schedule. I just, I just saw it in a different light. And I thought if I can take myself this seriously, like what are we going after next? And that's basically how it continued. So from there, I did the things. So what I did to, to know, you know, to hit my deadline that day, I wrote out all of the options. There were options that were in my own control. There were options that were external controls where I had to rely on people. And I just started to think, okay, what if I was to see it as depth? where the amount of people that I talk to or the amount of reps that I do. And this, this literally, hopefully you guys can see, like I'm spreading this across any goals that you could have. Like if you have a fitness and health goal, then dude, the amount of check marks that you have on your calendar of, I worked out today, I worked out today, I ate clean today, I ate clean today, and you have a yes, like a smiley face that you did well that day. That's the amount of reps that you're putting in. It's you putting in the work every single day. You don't, you don't need the fancy planners and the fancy trainers. You need to put in the work. You need some accountability. You need to put in the work. And if you're doing something that's like 30 minutes a day and it kicks your butt, that's how you do it. That's why I'm such a believer. Like that's what I do. I have a calendar on my wall. So do the girls in my fit gym. And it's like check mark, check mark, check mark. And if you miss a day, you miss a day. But then when you look back at your last 21 days, you can see where the habits are forming and you're moving towards that goal. It doesn't have to be 
some gimmicky things. Same with business. If you are putting in the work and you are diving in deep, instead of looking at the superficial numbers, like example, how many likes do I get on a picture? It doesn't matter if it doesn't convert to business. It literally doesn't matter. There are plenty of people out there that have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers that don't convert it to business at all. And if your goal is to have a ton of followers and a ton of likes, then you hit your goal. Amazing. But if it's not, and it's to grow a business and it's not converting, then it doesn't matter. So on that end with my coaches, that's what we work on is what numbers, like what are you hitting? What reps are you doing in your business to actually convert, to actually see results, to actually maybe get your customers results, to share their results? Like that to me, that's hitting your reps. So what are the things that are within your control that you're not relying on outside factors to make happen, especially in the beginning? especially in the beginning of your business or in your side hustle or whatever, whatever goals it is that you have when you're relying on yourself to, to make that happen and to bring that in. You know, if I would have sat there and relied on outside factors to somehow deliver me my dream home, I can guarantee you it would have never happened. We had to work at it. It was a day in day out every single morning you wake up with that goal and you, you work towards it. And I think that when you start to see it as reps put in, hours put in hours clocked, like you have two resources, you either have money or you have time. A lot of us have the time, especially at at the beginning of a business or a side hustle. So having that time, you know, someone that says, well, I don't have the time for business. Cool. Neither did I. What time do you wake up at in the morning? Cause that, that was my answer to myself was, well, if I woke up a little bit earlier, actually in the beginning, I just stayed up really late. I, was not, I wasn't a morning person. That's why I love doing my 5 a.m. morning routine videos on YouTube because that was not who I was. I was the girl that would like stay up till three or four in the morning because that's just what I did in school. So whenever I started to look at my time of like, okay, well, if I plugged in after dinner when I get home from work, then I have that time to hustle. And I just saw it as doing reps. If I put in this many hours of actual no BS work into my business, it will grow because I'm, I'm moving the needle. I'm doing the things that get me popping those bubble goals. So that was really, that's to me, that's the step of doing the damn things. That would be step number five. I'll recap this at the end for you guys. And the last one, which is the most important is the momentum. When you, when you hit that goal, when you high five that goal, whatever it is of, you know, your dream big thing that you're thinking of right now, where you're like, that would be amazing if I hit that, that would be amazing if I went on that trip, that would rock my world if I was able to, you know, send my kids to the school that I want to send them to, whatever it is, that feels so dang good. That's that is the best feeling in the world. And so when you start to see the momentum from that of not only you hitting it, but others noticing that you're hitting it and that you walk a little taller and you're a little prouder, it all snowballs into everything else. So you being able to do a push-up when you never thought that that would be something that your body would be able to do. That's literally my story. When I first did that push-up, when I, for, oh my gosh, when I did a pull-up, like push-up was the confidence that I need to be like, okay, you know what? I'm not a weak sauce. Like I can actually use, I, I was told my whole life that I was like weak and like just from different people. And I never saw myself as like a fit. Those of you that are on video are probably like her, her, her biceps. <laughs> I can see it through the light. It's the lighting, but gr- girl can lift now. Okay. I, I wouldn't consider myself anything like this morning. Andre was like, do, can do you need me to lift that for? Her? I was like, no, 
I got it. Like that's never that I would have never spoken like that seven years ago. I'd been like, I don't know, I can't lift it. And now it's like in every way, shape, or form, I just feel stronger. So that came from doing something, getting myself, doing enough reps to do that first push up and being like, I've got this. I'm strong enough to do this. And doing it and being like, that felt freaking that was good. And doing it on my toes and be like, holy crap, I did it. And then doing a pull up and being like, what else you got? Like, let's, and it basically just snowballs into confidence built over time, constantly, constantly. And in terms of business, that's like, you achieve something that you never thought that you could do. You, you know, make a certain amount of money. I, if you guys want an actual tangible example of something that you can do that law of attraction, it's in that it's in the magic book. I was just talking about this. I have an Instagram page called Angie Belmar vlogs, which is just like, we just chat. I was just talking about the book, The Magic, and I actually did something from that book, but I'll tell you what I did. I basically printed out about the size of this little paper, if you guys are watching on the video, but little little paper the size of a check, and I just went on Google, and I searched blank check, and I printed it out, and I wrote it in the name to the name of Angie Belmar, and I wrote the amount that I wanted to make in a week in my business, and I made two of them because I'm an overachiever. Like The book said to do one, so I'm like, well, I'm going to do two, and I'm going to plan ahead. I'm going to do one that I want right now like in three, three or so months. And one that I want, like, as like the dream big goal. So one of the, one of the pieces of paper, I actually taped it above our bed in our condo. So we had like this really industrial condo that had like piping and I'm trying to make it sound fancy, but it, it was what it was. And so I taped that check that like written out check that I wrote to myself. I don't even remember the amount, but I know that I hit that. And then the dream big one, which I knew I would see less often, but I still wanted it to be somewhere where I'd see it. I printed that and I taped that on the side of the cabinet in our washroom so that you could only see it through the shelving when I was sitting in my tub. So it was, I would see it only I could see it. And, you know, thinking of that, I really hope that I took them down when we moved because I think that they're still there. <laughs> The people that moved into our condo are probably like, what the hell? Is this real? So the the check in the bathtub was like an astronomical number that I just was like, it was like a pie in the sky. Like this would change my world. And we've achieved that in our business. And I just look back and like, that was years ago that I wrote those out. But it was the goal. It was the goal that I wanted. So I started with that as the dream big goal. And then I brought it into, you know, what do I want to do this year? What do I want to do in six months? What do I want to do in three months? And then I created my little bubble goals. And I stuck with my, I stuck with my deadlines for each bubble goal. I didn't deviate. My goals were worth more to me than lines on a piece of paper of, you know, this, oh, it would be nice if it's like, I actually want to change my freaking life. So we're doing the damn thing, Angie. So Karen, if you're listening, I've always wanted to say that. I should start saying Samantha because I feel like that's best. Samantha, if you're listening, talking to you, girl. No, but seriously, if you're listening to this and being like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that. What are you waiting for? Like, what? there's nothing that's going to change for you. You are going to have to change. If you want your life to get better, you are going to have to make a change. So can I quickly recap? And then we can, uh, I was going to say we can take questions, but I will have to take your questions on Instagram because... It is what it is. Unless you're listening on YouTube, by all means, I always answer all pretty much all the comments that I get. So number one, time, schedule, goals, all of the thing. All right. Law of attraction. If you're if you're turning back around on something, if you just heard that little rattling, that is the broken window in my office and the wind is blowing right now. And 
may there not be a bird that comes through that. Imagine you guys would get a treat for the eyes and the ears. All right. Law of attraction. Every time that you turn around or you back away or you stop believing you're pushing that goal further and further away from you. And it could have been really freaking close and you didn't even realize it. Number two, your time. You've got your long-term goals and your bubble goals. Number three, what does it mean to you? If it doesn't happen, what does your life look like? Don't dilute your goals. Don't dilute your goals to be more comfortable because your comfort will not equal your happiness. Your growth will always equal your happiness. Every time that you're growing, you will always be a happier person. Number four, your deadlines. Keep them tight and keep them right. Don't deviate on your deadlines. Take your deadlines more seriously than you would those of someone else. Number five, do the damn things. Do the reps. Do the reps that you have to do to get to the thing. Don't look at the superficial things like followers and likes and whatever. Do the actual things. Show up every single day. Put in the time. You have time, you have money, and chances are time is going to be your best asset. So put in the time. Um, and then the last one, which is the most special, is the momentum that you will get from every time that you that you cross that finish line and you high five a goal that you have only been dreaming of. The momentum that will propel you forward from that, the people that will see you doing it, the more people you attract to you, the happiness that you will feel and just the confidence that will grow is it just leads to more goals being achieved. So start crushing your goals. If you have been leaning more towards comfort over the past couple of weeks, vow to make a shift and not on Monday, vow to make a shift today. When you go to bed tonight, like this is what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. And this is my game plan. These are my bubble goals. This is my long-term goal. So if this hit home with you guys, I always love to know how you guys feel. You can always email me. You can always DM me on Instagram. You can comment on my Instagram. Like I am a real human that answers my own emails. I'm not that fancy yet. Maybe one day, but I like talking to you guys. It makes me happy. So let me know if this hit home. I will leave all of the details as for as much as everything that I talked about. If I can remember, I will leave them in the comments below. If you're listening to this on the podcast, though, so you'll have to go to either my website or to the associated YouTube video. I know the podcast is like you guys get the audio version, but if you want any links, you're going to have to go check it out. But you guys can always go to AngieBelmar.com and go check all like everything is there. So I love you guys. I hope that this helped you. This was, as always, supposed to be like a solid 20 minutes, and I'm pretty sure we've been sitting for a lot longer than that. But I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that this serves you and go out there and crush your freaking goals. I love you guys. Bye, dudes. Yeah. I'm gonna take away your story.